All right, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. And it is Thursday, September 9th, and we have the opener for the 2021 season. The Dallas Cowboys are off to Tampa Bay to face off against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, it's kind of interesting, Wiz. Uh, you're trying to find a lot of history between these two teams and the players on them. There really isn't. But I, I, even though they're both in the NFC, uh, they don't play each other that all that all too often. So not a lot of player history here to kind of go over. Uh, but very excited for the football game tonight. The NFL season starts. Wiz, how are you tonight? Yeah, doing great. It's always an exciting time when the NFL uh, season is starting, and uh, we're going to have a game tonight. And uh, it's a game where apparently every single person in the universe, <clears throat> with the exception of maybe one, loves Tampa Bay and uh, Tampa Bay to win to win this game big. Yeah, that is definitely the prevailing notion out there. Uh, our buddy John McKenna is probably the only person that I have spoken to. Uh, that actually likes the Cowboys outside of like a, a real Cowboy homer that can't see straight and, you know, Dallas is America's team and all that sort of stuff. But uh, tr- truly speaking, uh, from a gambling perspective, guys that kind of follow the sport of it and, 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 are, and are paying close attention to it, I know nobody. The, the line's on the move, by the way. I think it started at 7.5. It's up to 9 right now, last I looked on. It's up to 10. Wow. Okay. So it's, yeah, a 10, it's at 10.52 right now. Uh, as far as the gambling aspect of the game, uh, listen, <laughs> I, I'd be surprised if Tampa Bay did not win the game, but I'm not about to lay 10 points. Also, there's another interesting stat. Uh, three times in his career, Dak Prescott has played when he's been a seven or a plus point underdog, seven or more uh underdog three different times and he's won the game all three three and always a seven point or more underdog um i don't know really what that means but uh i don't like either side of this game i'm certainly not laying 10 points and uh i would not take the points either because you know i just see that it could it's very likely to be a difficult game for dallas but i'm not about to lay 10 points either as well what about you yeah no definitely not uh, de- definitely not and i'd say i guess i guess the kind of the main reasons around this uh, just we haven't seen Dak Prescott first game in a long time. Was uh, one of his top offensive linemen is not going to be playing in this ball game. You are playing against the defending champions, a team that returns all 22 starters, which is almost unheard of in this day and age in the NFL. But that's really the lay of the land, and that's where we're at, and that's what we're looking at. I know you know you talked about it in the last podcast. You feel really strongly about Tom Brady and what he's going to do this year, which is hard to disagree with. Uh, you know you're facing off against the defense, and Wiz and I talked uh, consistently about the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense, one that led the NFL in rushing yards allowed. They were really strong in that respect last year. Todd Bowles put together a really nice defense here. That young secondary is getting better. You know, they re-signed all their key players. So, yeah, it's look, there are going to be challenges whenever you go on the road. But that being said, look, Dallas does have a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the football. I think, you know, for Dallas, they're going to probably want to pace this game if they possibly can. Let's see if Ezekiel Elliott is actually means what he says and and comes back a, a more improved player holding on to the football in better shape uh, than the player that we saw last year. But no, I'm definitely not. I'm not taking, you know, Tampa Bay laying 10 points. I don't like that side at all. In fact, I'd argue I'd probably be more accepting of, of, of taking of taking uh, the Cowboys with that line. But, you know, I do like to wait and see, and I don't like to get super aggressive 
in week one of the NFL season. There's a lot of watching. I'd say actually the first couple of weeks, you really want to kind of, you know, bob and weave a little bit, almost like uh, Ali, the way he kind of danced around the uh, danced around the ring back in the day. And you want to see kind of how things play out. You don't want to rush to any judgment just because of one week. See how trends you know, how, how the overall trends of teams kind of play out over a couple of weeks. But, yeah, I'm kind of a hands-off guy on this particular game. I'll watch the game from an, enjoy, uh, an enjoyment perspective and, and just see uh, how some of those players uh, that I do have on both teams perform tonight. And before we get into the DraftKings, uh, you know, it's just a showdown for DraftKings. Uh, as far as player props, I don't know if you really – how much of a look you took uh, – how much of a look you uh, – if anything, you struck your fancy when you did take a look at it. To me, I, the, the numbers are right to me. I mean, they got Brady at like 305 yards passing. I mean, I don't like, you know, I, I'm not going to just start betting overs because I love Brady for the year, even though, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he went well over the 305-yard mark. But there was nothing that I really liked. The only one that I would say on the Cowboys' perspective, if the, da- if the game script is that they're coming from behind, I maybe like CeeDee Lamb over five-and-a-half receptions. You're getting six to five on that. But even on that one, I'm not quite so sure about that because I haven't seen anything from Dak, and, uh, and, I, and I think Dak's performance is going to be a surprise price for the Cowboys as well because they're not quite sure what you're going to get but uh was there anything in player props that uh struck your fancy yeah I, I, there is, actually I think this is the day that we see CD Lamb you know kind of have his little bit of a coming out party so uh I actually have CD Lamb I actually like it from the yardage perspective 62 and a half yards uh is the over under and I like CD Lamb to go over that level with Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I could go either one on that one. Over yards, over reception. CeeDee Lamb, that was the only one that, you know, even made a little bit of sense to me or something that I would look at. I'm not going to play it, but if I was, that would be the one to do so. Uh, was there anything else or are we ready to talk? No, uh, no, no. There, are, there are two other props that I'm going to play. I, I'm going to go up with all the talk that's been around Gio Bernard and what he's going to do this year. Uh, one and a half receptions yep. over under. I'm going to take the over there. And Tom Brady, two and a half touchdowns. I'm taking the over two and a half touchdowns, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Very, very interesting. Yeah, I could, you know, I could definitely, I could definitely see that as well. Yeah, n- nothing for me. I mean, I, I, I would lean those ways as well, but um, nothing, nothing for me. Um, uh, as far as props, I'm just going to give it a watch and root for my uh, fantasy uh, players. So I am certainly will be rooting for Tom Brady to throw for uh, over two and a half touchdowns and for you to win that bet. Um, moving on to DraftKings, a showdown tonight. And I think tonight uh, the, the showdown game is is an interesting way to go about it. I just feel there is going to be so many players from the Tampa Bay side that are going to be overweight in terms of ownership. I think the way to go about this is one of two ways. Uh, Either to play a few lineups where you mostly have Cowboys uh, in case the the freak occurrence uh, happens and the Cowboys win the game. And the other one is to maybe take a couple of guys on the Tampa Bay Bucks that are going to be low-owned have tremendous low ownership. And I have a couple of guys in mind. Uh, One is Ronald Jones, who I think, despite all of the confusion, I think he's going to get the first chance. And I just see maybe there being just some real opportunities for Ronald Jones, whether the game script has the Tampa Bay Bucks ahead in the second half or they're 
so concerned that they're playing only six guys in the box against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I like Ronald Jones. And then I'm going to give another guy who is so far down the radar. He only, his salary is only 1500 Tyler Johnson. And I just think it's a, a young player who Brady likes and went to him in some big game situations in the playoffs last year. And I know he's, Probably even behind Scotty Miller on the depth chart, but Tyler Johnson at 1500 is a player that I am sprinkling in there, and Ronald Jones because I want to be underweight on ownership against some of these other guys like the Godwins and the Evans and the Antonio Browns and even the Tom Brady's and the and Ezekiel Elliott's and Dak Prescott. So I could put a bunch of the guys of higher price salaries as if I get Ronald Jones and Tyler Johnson. So that's the way I'm going to go about it. I'm going to play some lineups where I have Tyler Johnson and Tampa and Ronald Jones from Tampa Bay as my main guys. And then I'm going to have some lineups where I'm going to sprinkle in mostly Cowboys in case of an upset, because I just feel I'm going to have such an advantage in terms of ownership leverage. Yeah, I like that Cowboy strategy in terms of from a couple of different ways. If the game actually does go the way most people think it goes, you know, they're going to be playing from behind and how that works out. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I went a different route, actually. Scotty Miller was the guy at 2,400. Uh, and you, you mentioned Tyler Johnson. But I think Scotty Miller would be the more, uh, for me, I, I think I don't disagree with what you said about Tyler Johnson. I just, I just like it from the, from the respect that, that Scotty Miller will be the guy that does more of it in this particular game. On the Cowboys side, welcome back, Blake Jarwin. That's the guy that I want to play for the Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I think I think we have the same strategy, maybe with just different players. Um, I'm all about uh, you know getting advantage on ownership leverage. I think the Blake Jawwood one is an interesting one. Uh, out of all the main guys, I like as we talked about CD Lamb the most. So I could definitely see that. Also, I have some ideas on Pollard because I think if Tampa Bay does get off to a big start, you may see more of Pollard in the second half than Elliott. So I, I definitely like Lamb, Pollard. And um, and the Blake Jarwin as well from the Cowboy side, and then the two uh, players on Tampa Bay where I feel I'm going to get salary and ownership leverage are Ronald Jones and Tyler Johnson. So I think we have similar strategies, just maybe a few different players. And Wiz, do you think it's going to be hard game to game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that they have so many weapons? We've talked about the receiving group, how these guys are going to play out on a week to week basis, and the running backs. We don't know how that plays out. Is this team going to one of those teams that's going to drive you a little bit crazy from a fantasy perspective? Absolutely, no, absolutely. I think you know. I think he's going to spread the wealth around pretty good. I think you'll see a lot of games where all three of those guys catch five or six passes, will there be a game where one of them will have nine for 170 and two touchdowns and the other guys will be pretty quiet? Yes. But I just think the way they run that offense and the way Brady goes about it, he, he's, they're just going to spread the ball around. I think all of those guys are going to get enough catches where I believe all three of those receivers will finish inside the top 20 or 25 at wide receiver in fantasy this year. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of talk. Bruce Arians was was really hyping up the way Antonio Brown looks coming into the season, right? Like the physical condition that he's in. Uh, we saw how it played out with targets, and especially in the playoffs, Antonio Brown became a focal point for this offense. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. And the people who think that uh, 
Antonio Brown is washed up or on the wrong side of, of the best of his career, I disagree with that. And uh, I think, you know, if he's overcome the off-the-field problems, um, there's a real connection there between him and Brady, and uh, and, and it shows. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Antonio Brown probably going a lot lower in price, uh, lower in price and going rounds, many rounds after Evans and Godwin, I think is going to be right up there with both of those players in terms of fantasy football uh, stats for the year. All righty, fantastic. All right, uh, anything else further to add in the game, or is it just time to buckle up and start start your engines and start this season, Wiz? That's it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping we see a lot of uh, Brady touchdown passes tonight. I got Evans in a bunch of leagues. I have Godwin in some as well. I got Gronk. So, yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm hoping for Brady to start off his his uh, what I think is going to be a career year and record breaking year. Hope he starts it off well tonight. All righty, there you go. Guru Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, and make sure you're subscribing. Excited for the game tonight, Wiz. Great job as always, and we will speak tomorrow. You got it. <laughs>